Passports, please. Have a banana. My whole weekend is ruined. <laughs> Hung him for 28 days. Leader of Britain. Destroyer of the NHS. <laughs> Should I kill myself? And um... I can only get jobs when they can't see my face. <laughs> and then March. Yeah. Take a guess. Uh, it's Coachella, so wait, no, no, that's, that's, that's April. April. That's yeah. April. You so see the lineup, gonna by the again. way. You see the lineup. So you're gonna you're gonna be vegan and sober again. No, no, no. It's what is it? Male only March. Male. Why don't you say this part? So it's male only March. We're gonna tr- attempt to go gay for just one month. For one oh, month, damn. and then swing, and then go back. That's crazy. But yeah, Coachella. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. But- what? This, uh, <laughs> this is just, it's just so stupid. But I think it's more stupid is just the, the reaction it's gotten from everyone. Is uh, there's a YouTuber called Logan Paul who's like one oh, of yeah. the larger ones, especially for kids. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, he's a douche. Yeah, well, he's the guy who did the suicide forest thing. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he's just yeah. Well, it's Logan Paul, and uh, yeah, he was asked about his New Year's resolutions, and he's doing like a different thing each month. Right, and the thing he's doing in March was, I think it was male only March, where he's going to go gay. Okay, and um, the guy's an idiot. It's yeah. just a stupid. Like, I, I think obviously in there it's kind of presented as a joke. Yeah, what's not presented is uh, the the other um, the other ones. I think the the first one is um, a vegan and sober January. Okay, the second one is fatality February. Where you only eat steak and drink vodka, right? And then the third one is male only March. So it's like it seems like a joke. Yeah, like fatality February. Are you gonna yeah. kill yourself? No, there's no forests nearby. I'm just gonna <laughs> eat a steak. <laughs> yeah, okay, mate. But um, it's people um getting really pissed off. Um, and it there's another thing that happened. Did you hear about Kevin Hart like in the air recently? Oh, about the, the Oscars. Oscars shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like he was he um was going to host the Oscars and people found a tweet from like nine years ago yeah, and some material of his from nine years ago that they're saying is homophobic and therefore he shouldn't have to, he shouldn't be allowed to host the Oscars. Yeah. Which is like, it's fine if you want to try and make that case. All right. But the interesting, the thing that made it interesting for me was Kevin Hart was like, look, I'm not, I'm tired of talking about this. I've apologized. I've stated that I'm not homophobic. And you're still dredging it up again and again. And yeah. I don't... This isn't fun for me. Yeah. I've, it's already been addressed. It's already been dealt with multiple times. Mm. But I'll step down from the Oscars because I don't want this to be about me. Or whatever. Yeah. Re- you step down from the Oscars. But his response is like, look, just go fuck yourself. Yeah. And the, and the reason... And um, one of the things Kevin Hart said was... Um, it's not... Because people was like, Kevin Hart, you should... You're an iconic celebrity. You should hold the flag for this you know demographic and no. this minority and stuff like that no. and his response was something along the lines of it's not my dream to be the torchbearer for the lgbtq community that's like right. such a weird thing to hear yeah. because it's not something that's usually said because people go yes i would love to be yeah um, representative of but it's like it's true do this. and everyone else it's just it's <laughs> that thing that you say to get ahead yeah but it's just- but I think he, he he's just, just being you, honest. Yeah, you just forget that people just go like, "No, you should, you should be the bastion, the leader of the LGBTQ community." But I, I represent a different community, and I have nothing to do with your community. Why would I? Yeah. No, but you know, it's the right thing to do. It's like maybe the right thing to do, but I'm not the right person to do it. So yeah. go fuck yourself. 
Which is the same kind of reaction here. Like, people are upset. I mean, some of the comments um, um, have been like, I can't believe Logan Paul is going to go gay for a month. Like, it's some sort of choice or something. I'm disgusted. It's like, well, what? just chill. Calm down. The guy's a moron. He's filmed. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he shamed someone's suicide in Japan. Yeah. Like, it, he's an absolute bellin. <laughs> like, yeah. don't look for him for guidance I know like, he's a big YouTuber so lots of people ironically probably do look to him for guidance that's what they watch on YouTube and it's like their, that's, that's their celebrity to whatever it's nobody's but job to be a role a model moron. yeah and it's like it's just I think part of the YouTuber thing is to try and become a role model but just by idiots just by absolutely the majority of people like PewDiePie is actually quite good yeah seems that he's really nice the way that he's done a lot of his stuff but yeah yeah some people's like these guys are stupid i was thinking the other day like it's it's become like a valid um career choice that people are starting mm. to aim for but i can't imagine it well, it's like accessible forever. fame yeah but i don't th- i think it's really lim- i think it's more limited than like if, if you if you spend 10 years on a youtube channel yeah and then it dies like you don't have like oh well I can put that on my CV yeah you know what I mean no, it's just like yeah. you just have to make hay while the sun is shining yeah and it's like as like a fifteen year old there's like a four year old he's like the richest YouTuber in the world yeah it's like be responsible <laughs> <laughs> like he reviews toys like he's like great for a four year old but you think yeah. like is he gonna do that when he's seventy five yeah you know he can't <laughs> retire yet mate keep no. reviewing them toys yeah it hurts my gums. <laughs> two out of five <laughs> but yeah so he's meant to be like i guess kind of a, a role model but it's more this the i think the the people following looking for a follow looking for somebody to follow yeah get really surprised when you go like i don't want you to follow me yeah but we'll retweet you okay i don't care just leave me alone i'm, I'm kevin hart yeah <laughs> I've apologised if I've caused yeah. you offence and I've moved on. Please I, move on. I've filled plenty of stadiums without you. <laughs> well, just like, just like, why are you trying to make me your mascot? I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I just, I'm just, I'm just not. And you should also, you should, you should have a choice in that as well. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's the, it's the peer pressure of it. It's like, yeah. Oh, you should do this. Why? Because. It's like, why? What's yeah. Going on? Another uh, reaction. Logan Paul joking about being gay for one month while countless LGBT plus around the world are killed and committing suicide for their sexuality is disgusting. It's like, yeah. well, what are you trying to say? What? What? I don't know. Yeah, all, all they're trying to do is say that the LGBT community is suffering and him wanting to be part of the LGBTQ community temporarily for a joke, mocking it, I guess is making that worse mm. i don't know my energy's really low this week it's fine <laughs> <laughs> i tried to find some stuff and i was like this sound this has got a clip and it sounds interesting <laughs> but i really am not invested you had all. a bad week i don't know if it's a bad week yeah i've had a bad week <laughs> <laughs> yeah well you, whenever you take time off work your body just goes oh well now we'll just be sick oh do you know what i mean i'm not, not, not that not that sick to be fair but just like emotionally drained i guess yeah um tried to take up some uh new hobbies try to be active yeah you know what i mean did um you got your bike did you go you go biking yeah went for a, went for a bike yeah yeah uh went uh hot yoga as well oh really yeah yeah a bit different yeah you know um really good for you very good for you uh good for your soul 
good for <laughs> your uh, good for your digestive system and all that kind of stuff apparently yeah well i vomited immediately <laughs> <laughs> so i detoxed like literally it's like almost straight away <laughs> was that like because of the yoga or because you were ill wasn't no just yoga <laughs> i think it was just it was the it was the i don't know the, the joy of it all <laughs> <laughs> well it was just like you know I, i've done yoga here and there a little bit i get yeah. it done it a bit um but like this was i, I don't know what it was for but this, this woman was extra sensitive so it was like you know, do the pose, but, you know, do it with compassion. Compassion? <laughs> <laughs> I got this. <laughs> I can't do this. Get out of my way, compassion. <laughs> but it was all right. It was, it was, it was quite good. It was, um, I, I think I might do it again, you know. Yeah. But it was just. Probably give it a second chance. Yeah. Well, you know, first impressions. I did make a good first. I left the room. As I was vomiting, just like, <laughs> came back in, was like, no, no, and again, <laughs> and it's hot, so it's yeah. like steaming. And- yeah, well, I had like I had forty five minutes sleep before hot yoga. What the, as in for the whole night? Yeah. Oh, my body clock it just screams, it just goes <laughs> weird cycles, and I've been trying to sort it out, and I'm nearly there. Yeah, again, but yeah, I had like forty five minutes sleep. I was and to stay awake. The only thing I had at home was a block of cheese. So I just ate a block of cheese. You don't the... even like cheese. I don't. It keeps you awake. I'd rather eat cheese than die in a car crash. Fair. fair yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I uh, had that and a cappuccino. So cappuccino and cheese plus heat <laughs> plus yoga plus compassion equals... <laughs> <laughs> Really, really, really heavy dairy before exercise. Yeah. Caffeine and As... foam. <laughs> Give me the foam. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was yeah, it was still good. It was all yeah. right. It got me out of the house. <laughs> Meet new people. Have a vomit. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I quite, I quite like vomiting though. It's... I've never been against it in any way. I've always been like, ah, oh, yeah, like a like a liqueur. <laughs> you know, like an aperitif it's um don't I think vomit it, after you eat people it depends if you can feel it and it's and you get that sudden release then that's great but when there's nothing left and you're still retching that's fucking horrible oh yeah i'd say that's retching more than vomiting isn't it yeah, yeah. like when you've got like a stomach bug and you just your body is trying to evacuate stuff that isn't there if your windows are open and your neighbors are trying to sleep but can't fall asleep i don't mind retching <laughs> just to add the volume and the confusion and the fear of murder next door <laughs> it's a good episode this week lots of triggers to trigger vomiting it's all great uh, but yeah hot yoga hey. yeah it's all good yeah um, also did um, a few other th- uh, got back into like spin classes oh yeah and that kind of stuff Spin classes, really good for you. Really good for your digestive system. Vom- I vomited immediately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was pretty... I knew, and I, I knew that spin class, so I was kind of local, so I knew where I was going. I was so they, they, <laughs> yeah, like, oh, it's Nick. It's, yeah. <laughs> comes here, he vomits. It's what he does. Yeah, it's what... It's what I've, I've done it before. It's like... It's like a, just when I haven't been to the gym for a while and I go back, my body like is suddenly smashed in the face with reality. Because <laughs> like my body's in it's all right shape, but it's yeah. in worse 
structural stability than it is usual. <laughs> yeah. Like, do you still get your like sports massages? No. No. Uh, after my tooth, when my tooth was at its worst, yeah, I couldn't commit to a specific day and time each week. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I might wake up screaming. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm. I think we need to see other people just for now. And uh, yeah, I haven't gone gone there in a while, so I've been out of the gym, getting back into the gym. But yeah, my my stomach isn't used to it. Yeah, so it's like fuck it. Let's just go in whole hog and just vomit our way through to you get success. Used to it. Oh yeah, no yeah. That's, this is what I mean about like. I don't mind vomiting. I don't mind hitting my tooth out with a hammer. I don't mind the pain of working out, as in like when it, when it reaches its mark. That's that's the part I enjoy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just fucking power through. It's all good. But yeah, doing it, getting it better. I'm exhausted now from vomiting yeah. you know, all week, and you know, not much sleep and yeah. more exercise than I'm used to. So it's a really good time to do this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, this. The the one thing about spin classes that I forgot about is what I don't mind the community of them because depending on what time you go, you either get like people who work nine to five and this is how they get that tension out, or you go a bit later and you get like the single the 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 work at home or the non working, um, like just popping into so like uh, lots of mothers and elderly popping in to do something. So this they have to try to get you all excited. But like I get excited by different things, vomit and uh, cheese and cappuccino. The, but like the one, the spin class, I, the instructor, she just didn't give a fuck. She just didn't care. She didn't even get on a bike. Oh, go! All right. <laughs> <laughs> and then just giving like nonsensical phrases that you, you you kind of know the meaning of. But like, okay, now push it through your eyes. What? What? <laughs> do it to the beat. Now do it faster to the beat. It's the same song. Same. Beat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're asking me to do. Are you just saying things to do this? And then just the overly supportive nature of a lot of stuff. You're doing amazing. She isn't. She's not even on the bike. You know. <laughs> that, that so vomit, are you. That vomit was beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Easy. <laughs> I'm, I'm talented, but you know, it was a one-off. <laughs> Vomit's early, just early days. Riding the bike next to you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's trying to escape me. <laughs> Rather than I'm trying to get rid of it, but yeah, you probably enjoy support in some way, don't you? Uh, oh, that's a, what a lovely blue hat you've got on today, Steve. Why are you wearing it indoors? I don't, I don't ask. But well done. You usually do that. You're not wearing uh, it now. I was. That was a real existential a crisis. <laughs> I could, I couldn't feel it, and I could see myself in the monitor, but I still had to feel. <laughs> Have I filtered it out of my brain? <laughs> But yeah, like this odd supportive. Yeah, you know, you probably enjoy that, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Why? <laughs> you know what? I mean? It makes me feel com- really uncomfortable. What to to have people support you? Yeah. In what way? Well, they must think you're too weak to support yourself. No, but like, what yeah. kind of support are they offering? Oh, what a lovely day! Or don't you That's know? Not keep, supportive. Keep going. You know, put that <laughs> knife down. You know, what I mean? it's nice to have. <laughs> it's not necessarily required. No, yeah, but yeah, but you enjoy it on some level. Don't I don't you? mind it. Yeah, well, I think I if I was running it. and there was yeah. some guy that was just, like, like I, so there's yeah. this weird kind of like nudge wink community amongst runners, <laughs> where like you'll you'll be running round and another runner will pass you and they'll nod and wave as though they fucking know you. Yeah. Because, you know, like, we're in this together. No, we're not. They just want to be bikers. I- <laughs> so all motorcyclists do it, but that's understood as real. <laughs> but, like, running, anyone could run. 
<laughs> it's fucking running away from a from a fire. Oh, not wink. <laughs> <laughs> You're like me. We're doing this together. I always find that really odd. It's like because I just if I'm running, I Leave just me alone. I just, yeah, I just want to be left alone. I just want me and my feet, and that's it. <laughs> Um, but no, I always found that shit really weird. Like, I uh, support from your spouse in certain situations is 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 nice, but like, I don't want nor expect it from anyone else. Yeah, but you do enjoy it. Yeah. Well, that's your weakness. Okay. No, do you know what I mean? Like, I, I did uh, like was it the spin class, and like I got on my bike, and like that was impressive. Like, obviously forced trying to encourage these old people to get on a bike and somebody who All did that, that? The, the coach to trainer. you yeah this is like for getting on a bike and look you haven't have you ever seen me get on a bike it uh, is phenomenal right? <laughs> she recognized it. Yeah, she, she could see the inner, the inner beauty she didn't see the vomit coming but just <laughs> yeah, she, she had glasses on already I mean, <laughs> uh, but yeah like just that uh, over the top enthusiasm that you kind of this is obviously fake yeah, no, you I know, hate that. It's just like, oh, God, you're just saying it because you think I'm gonna respond to it in some way. Yeah, and the peep and the people who would respond to that, I don't know whether I don't like them. Well, I obviously don't like them, but I don't know whether that's right or wrong that they do respond to that yeah. obviously fake um, enthusiasm. Because yeah. some people need a lift, you know. Hey, if you need a lift, you need a lift. But to see it in fake places is just like, yeah, oh, I don't know. No, you know what? I, I, no, I, I get that entirely. And this is, it goes back to running again. But so we've, we, we did like uh, park run things. It's like a 5K thing. And you get volunteers all around helping people out, like to helping run people the, park. To run the, um, like the park. event to make sure everyone's on track and everything like that. And, and every park. time you go past them, they're clapping and being like, yeah, good job, good yeah. job. It's like, I don't care. And it's the same Leave as, me alone. <laughs> it's, Leave it's, me alone. it's the same at Tough Mudder as well. You get people every like few miles every time on the water station. She's like, "Yeah, you're doing really good." And some people really respond to it, and I'm just like, <laughs> "I don't care. Give me the water." Yeah, I don't know. I just don't. I don't know whether it's. You could put a lot of big words on it, but I think it, it adds. Like, I'm too secure and I'm too confident about a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. That when you just get like that, it's like, no, it's I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's fine. Yeah. Like if you um. It's never encouraged me to do better. Yeah, it's just been like, oh, you're one of those. Can you just calm down a little bit? <laughs> but I, I, I can't think of like a, I don't know. Say I was painting, and I, right? <laughs> so I was painting, and I went, oh, I didn't mean to use that color. Then someone else might go, oh, don't worry, everything's gonna be. Fi- yeah, I know everything's gonna be fine. <laughs> like, yeah, I just, I just, I've just acknowledged I've made a mistake. I'm not crumbling. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It, but it's just that the people always want to be like, oh, it's, everything's fine. It's like, I know you. Yeah. I emit fear, right? But just, <laughs> just everything's fine. I'm okay. Yeah. Just that, I'm just talking to myself so I can fix my mistake. <laughs> it's not, yeah, it's just that weird. Th- I've had to deal with a lot of that this week with vomiting and stuff in yoga. Yeah. <laughs> so everything's going to be I know it's going to be fine. I've only vomited five times. <laughs> it's hot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine with it. Are you fine with it? <laughs> Do, say it again. I'll vomit again. Go on, say it. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, Logan Paul. He's yeah, yeah. He's Logan. Uh, in other news, um, this is it might be a little bit old, but um, uh, someone crashed their car while blindfolded trying to reenact a Netflix film. 
don't know if you saw that. There's this film called uh, Bird Box. It's the Sandra Bullock one. I've seen yeah. the advertisement for it. Yeah, where if they look at the demons in the street, then they'll go insane. Right. So she blindfolds herself and her children, tells her children that you'll die if you open your eyes, and then takes them for a walk. So what, I haven't seen the film, but that's like the premise of the film. So people are like, oh, the Bird Box Challenge. Let's blindfold ourselves and do stupid things. No. So there's like parents who've dropped their kids in rivers, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Must be. I've seen them thrown in, into walls by accident. Uh, like face plant into a wall. Jesus. And then, yeah, this guy did it while driving and crashed his car. It's like, yeah, you dickhead. Uh, and Netflix have come out to be like, um, please stop with the Bird Box Challenge. Uh, before more people get hurt it's so- <laughs> which is just so strange because it's like no one did that with Die Hard yeah. hey can you, can you stop the yeah, Die no. Hard challenge please? please stop the Freddy Krueger challenge <laughs> stop invading <laughs> people's nightmares <laughs> don't jump off of rooftops tying yourself to fire hoses <laughs> <laughs> stop telling people you're a Roy Rogers fan <laughs> you're not yeah uh that's that. That's pretty much it. There's a whole thing. I just no. Yeah. It's pretty much. Oh, I've got. Um, I have got a thing this week. Um, I don't have the, I don't energy, have the energy. energy. Just next uh, I'm gonna sink this. Next week. Next week. Next week. Next week. Next week. Shit. I'll, I'll just do stuff next week. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the second episode of 2019. Yeah. I think that's all the production stuff I've done. It's January two. blues. It's just there's not like there's been like that bird box challenge. Like, oh, that could be something. It's like a three yeah. minute video of like of America with like American news anchors that sounds so much like South Park. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> just like uh, this is too much for too little. Like, yeah. I just went through the whole article in thirty seconds. <laughs> you want a four minute, three minute video going over the same thing? Like, no shit video. We well, didn't show on. it in slow motion. No. <laughs> Um, in other news, yeah. uh, police are searching for an extremely heavy bronze hippopotamus, which <laughs> <laughs> has been stolen in Kent. <laughs> so they're on the lookout. I'd give the guy a medal. They want made out of bronze. Yeah, it's the size of a hippopotamus. <laughs> I came third. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, yeah, two hippopotami in front of you. So. Uh, yeah, police are being people are being asked by police to keep their eyes open for the two meter long sculpture which was taken from Tunbridge Wells. It weighs almost three quarters of a ton, so anyone taking it would taking it would have needed a large vehicle, such as a truck. <laughs> PC Nick Lingham. Get Lingham! <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Lingham! <laughs> from Kent Police said, they might have also needed to lift it with mechanical means. Oh. Yeah, let's keep an eye out. In the past, five people have been needed to pick it up, so maybe there's five of them. <laughs> Uh, the theft happened sometime between 5pm and 7am. More than half a day. <laughs> <laughs> Has anyone been stood staring at hippopotamus for 14 hours? Sometimes today. <laughs> In the past. <laughs> oh, alright. Um, PC Lingham. Lingham! Has said... <laughs> Get in here, collect these stamps! A, a hugely distinctive object, such as a hippopotamus, would not be easy to sell as scrap. Uh, he also said the hippo is extremely heavy yeah it's yeah. a hippo it's made of bronze <laughs> uh, because of the sheer size 
We are hoping people may have seen it being transported and also asking members of the public to keep their eyes open and report anything suspicious. Well, if it's been put on the back of a truck, it's probably got a tarp over it to stop people seeing what it is. Makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, keep an eye open and report anything suspicious. Have you seen a hippopotamus on a log flume? Oh, which way did suspicious. it go? Suspicious. <laughs> Up. <laughs> That's odd. <laughs> I've never gone up a log flume before. <laughs> You're not a hippo. Uh, in other news, a man in China has been hospitalised after sniffing his own socks every day. <laughs> yeah, did he get like some kind of fungal infection? Yeah, he got like athlete's foot in his lung. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiot. Well, you know, what's wrong? What's, it's just smelling a sock. The same way yeah. you smell your laundry to see if it's clean or yeah. not. or filled with blood. You never you think of like, the danger. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, now I've got mushroom lung. <laughs> That's basically the whole story. <laughs> uh, in other news. Um uh, I know uh, I'll just go through it. Uh you know Africa by Toto. Yeah. People love that song. Yeah. Do you love that song? It's alright. It's alright, is it? It's been overdone. Yeah. I've been, went through a phase at uni where people loved it. Yeah. People were using but it, it in was all the performances. That and uh Journey. Was it? Oh, was that at uni? Don't remember that believing. Yeah, because that's when Glee thing. was on, and that's oh, when it went massive again. Although it might be after you left uni, maybe. I don't remember Journey being huge for me no. when I was there, yeah. but I remember Af- people talking about Africa all the time. Well, um, oh, side note, I've had a, had a bit of a brain, what well, brainwave? Well, I'm getting old, Steve. Okay, right, and I've realised I've come to. I've said before, I've come to an age where I've started to notice my worldviews become cemented. Where like they're just kind of being more and more defined and more or less um, willing to move. Yeah. Just in the terms of like I've, I've I'm tired of having this conversation. Just just leave it. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I've also noticed. Uh, I've also had a realization that I can't be. I've the the foundations of a person have been built now. Yeah. And I can't. You just can't do certain things anymore. Okay. I could never be a lawyer, or a doctor. Yeah. Or a serious person in any <laughs> yeah. way. Yeah. There's no point. I, I I think, you know, I tried not laughing for a day once <laughs> in 2010. Nearly died. I just couldn't do it. No. It's just, how can any... And there are people who exist who they don't laugh. Don't laugh, yeah. For, even for like a day. Yeah. They just know, there's here things, yeah, that makes sense, let's do this. Yeah. I just, I, it's physically impossible. At the moment, without incredible trauma, I think that I can't become that person without incredible amounts of work. And even then, yeah. I'd have to change my entire personality in order to do it. Um, yeah, I'll never, I'll never enjoy, you know, certain brands of music. And I think it's because I think music is like it, you, when you're of a certain age. I think you try and find to, ways to express yourself and figure out who you are, and you do that through music, and that music means something different to you at a certain age, at a certain point in your life. So that's why people are like, you know, this music's not the same as when I was a kid. It's like, yeah, because you're a fucking kid back then. Yeah. And you've experienced it in a totally different way. Now it's like different. And I was thinking about rock. <laughs> rock because I still love rock, uh, uh, rock metal, all that kind of stuff. All of that jazz. Yeah. And, uh, but <laughs> remember just how kind of silly a lot of rock is. Like um, ACDC's got a song, For Those About to Rock. We salute you. Oh, you're going to salute me. <laughs> Why? Because you're going to rock. And, you know, the man 
It's going to try and take the rock away. <laughs> but there's so many films that are like, we're going to rock, and then he'll want us to rock, so let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Gotta rock, man. <laughs> but, oh, no, they've taken the golden guitar. Like, oh, yeah. We got to get it. The, the babes are back in 1700s. <laughs> we need to get the babes so we can get to the concert on time. <laughs> If you build it, they will. Oh, no, that was Field of Dreams, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah Field yeah. of Dreams and then Wayne's World. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, you know, um, yeah, just the amount of like open Bill and Ted style attitudes that I think Rock has somewhere inside of it, somewhere. Yeah. That I think everyone can kind of relate to. It's like everyone's been told to turn it down. <laughs> no, turn yeah. it up. <laughs> so yeah I just think that as you get older you, you kind of uh, especially with music and there's lots of stuff I think you just slowly become more and more like the description on your gravestone <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you just become more and more just definitive you calcify yeah like calcify. Y- <laughs> you, you yeah your you, paint starts to dry yeah yeah yeah, yeah I, well I had this like I've had a few thoughts about this because, oh, I said before, I'm going to stop being as nice to people. Just like I said, like, if I get cold callers mm, in the yeah. morning on a Sunday, I'm just going to be an more volume. Yeah. I've, I've tried, it's kind of moved away from an arsehole because I'm not, I'm not an arsehole, but just like, just more insane. Yeah. Just, just scream. Yeah. Not an arsehole, just scream in someone's You've got face. no reason to be polite. Yeah. And it, I've tried polite and it didn't work. Mm. So I've tried, I'm going to do it with, I'm trying to do it more with people, but it's really. You know, if I don't like something, I'll just vomit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but just with people, like you know, you you, you put on these fucking uh, airs with people. Like I'm not interested in this conversation anymore. Mm. Go away. Yeah. You know, you just don't do that. But now I'm just more inclined to be like, no, it's fine. I mean, I've said before, like the amount of people, you know, uh, I I attract a certain type of psychological disorder. I think <laughs> just like you know, the people look at me and they see a specific brand of person. The amount of people who want me to strangle them. There's nothing wrong with it. You're into what you're into. Yeah. But I've been so polite by strangling. I, I don't... I'm doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of strangling. <laughs> <laughs> Give me an axe. All right. But, like, but yeah, just strangling. It's been a real common thing. It's something I'm, I'm, I've just decided I'm not going to strangle no bitches no more. <laughs> I'm just not gonna do that no more. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just not. I'm just gonna just gonna say no. Yeah, you know what I mean. Before I'd be like, oh, you know, well, f- all right. <laughs> if you, if it's if, just the kind just of person you attract. Yeah, yeah. I people want to be physically in fear of me. Apparently, <laughs> is what a lot of the chain of whatever has been. Yeah, like and not everybody, but <laughs> enough to be a consistent. Where I have to go, like, please don't make me strangle you yeah. like, what? <laughs> I just don't want to strangle anybody anymore can we just light a candle and put some music on yeah but when I was 20 I was like yeah yeah sure yeah you know but now I'm, now I'm just now as I'm getting older and wiser I'm sensing a pattern here <laughs> <laughs> well even then it's it's just that you know I just know I'm, I'm just not gonna do that anymore well you don't have to do things you don't enjoy no but you, in I that- was just being I'm a I'm a polite person Steve if yeah. someone is running you being and they're waving at me I'll be like hi how's it going yeah yeah, no, no. I wouldn't spit in their face. Well, I don't spit at them. No, you spit in your soul. Next to them, <laughs> just make them slip. Yeah, vomit on their shoes. 
uh, yeah, but yeah, this because uh, that's the other thing that I've noticed about coming to a certain age. I'm just now. I'm just like I just don't want to spend any more time doing things I don't want to do. Yeah. So just no, just go away. <laughs> just I'm not going to strangle no bitches no more. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> Africa by Toto. Yeah, yeah. That was a long roundabout way of getting to that. Yeah, it was music, innit? Um, yeah. Namibian artist, you know, Namibian artist, uh, Max <laughs> Seedentopf. Oh, it's yeah. Weird Nabib- I didn't know that. Steve Seedentopf was a Namibian uh, name. Has set nah. up a sound installation in the coastal Namib desert to play on a loop. Toto, Africa. <laughs> so in, in the desert of Namibia, there's a sound system <laughs> that is playing Africa by Toto. Yeah. Forever. (laughs) (laughs) The 1982 track is a quadruple platinum and was the most streamed song in 2017. All right. Really? Apparently. uh, uh, Sin on YouTube 440 million times. Um, Mr. Seedentop tells the BBC it is set to play forever with solar batteries to keep Toto going for all eternity. (laughs) Somewhat sinister. Um, the almost five minute song has remained popular. <clears throat> the artist has said, I wanted to play the song, the ultimate homage and physically exhibit Africa in Africa. <laughs> Explains a 27 year old artist. <laughs> uh, he has chosen an undisclosed spot in the 55 million year old Namib desert to set up six speech speakers attached to an MP3 player with a single track on it. What an artist. <laughs> Mr. Seedentopf hope, says he hopes the song will play for another 55 million years. It's not. Easy, mate. Someone's going to come and Chill vandalize it. Out. It'll be gone within a week. It's literally an iPad, an iPod on a block surrounded by six blocks with six speakers on them. That's all it is. Okay. Uh, he has chosen the undisclosed spot uh, to set up six speakers. Uh uh, most parts of the installation were chosen to be as durable as possible. They're just speakers on blocks. <laughs> but I'm sure the harsh environment of the desert will devour the installation eventually. One day I'm going to come back and get my iPod back. <laughs> <laughs> Until then, only the most loyal Toto fans will be able to find this treasure among the sands, Mr. Seedentopf says. Have you ever loved a song so much you've gone to Namibia? No, I've got Spotify. To see it... Being not even played live, <laughs> just busy being played on an iPod. Oh, Ooh, look, oh, look, the magic! Yeah, oh, is it gonna rain? No, it's a desert. Um, Canada, in other news, okay, that's the end of Africa <laughs> from Africa to so, Kenya. Well, I, I think you, you maybe you followed this, I haven't followed it at all, but. Okay. Um, I've heard little bits and I've been like, this seems strange. Apparently America's just closed. <laughs> like, the government's just been turned off. It's like a shutdown or something. Yeah, yeah but like, it's been at least since the New Year. It's been, day, yeah. Before it's, Christmas maybe? I, think, I don't know. I think it's, yeah, been about two, just over two weeks. And it's something to do with the president negotiating prices or something it happens all the time it happened during obama's thing as well um like essentially congress have to agree on the new budget every year and if they can't agree government shuts down until they can figure something out (laughs) just gives them the cold shoulder yeah not now honey i've got a headache how does that sound yeah well you're i'm not getting all these people are getting paid yeah and some people um except the congress people who can't decide they're still getting paid oh (laughs) Yeah, I don't know whether it's um, out of duty or not, but some people still kind of work. Um, because, like, especially in this case, 
like air traffic control. Because <laughs> like, they government. don't. Apparently, yeah. Like, oh. and they just feel a bit like, well, maybe yeah. we shouldn't go home because everyone will die. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just do that. So, um, Canada uh, air traffic controllers in Canada have sent air traffic controllers in America some pizza. <laughs> oh, I have a pepperoni. Eh? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> They're not getting paid, but I got paid this week. Eh? I have a pizza. Yeah. <laughs> what a way to deliver pizza by air. Yeah. I think that'd be great. Yeah. Obviously, they probably just did it locally. But I like to think that the air traffic controllers in Canada handmade some pizza and then used their skills in air traffic control to deliver it to America. <laughs> <laughs> Dropping food parcels of Italian delivery men with pizzas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We wanted it to be authentic. <laughs> I, uh, I I read a thing um, this week that said um, I don't know I don't know when it was, but Domino's paid Russia to deliver a pizza to space, paid them like a million pounds <laughs> to like the space station, which is ridiculous because there's no way you can get it there in like half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they're, they're, they're they're not getting paid. Yeah, they're, lo- they're losing out so much. Apparently, the government's been shut down for twenty four days. Right, at least, yeah. So, yeah, like fucking three weeks or something. Yeah, yeah. Try getting a, you know, the American government to get a pizza into space. They won't. <laughs> China's landed on the wrong side of the moon. You know that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna land on the other side of the. Moon. <laughs> Why? Fuck you. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Just on the wrong side of the moon. Why not? Yeah, it's no one's ever done it before. It's fair enough. Yeah, but it's, a lot of people have done a lot of spins. things. Um, so like, well, that's the thing. I would have thought so, but I guess not. Maybe it just... Nah, it's got a spin. Yeah, you see, that would have been my thought. Yeah. But they said this this side is completely unexplored and un, unseen, I think they said. Well, I imagine any th- equipment on the moon is powered by the sun. So when there's no sun, they don't <laughs> explore anymore. Yeah. So I imagine... Yeah, they must... If they're going to be on a non solar side of the moon they must have special technology to not need solar power yeah which i guess it probably makes sense yeah explore the moon when it's cold <laughs> who knows yeah um but yeah that's me this week yeah um yeah apart from uh, yeah i'll do more stuff next week oh, all right fair enough yeah, yeah sure yeah next week cool um oh by the way uh i've got another present for you do you yeah. want me to open this on the podcast yeah yeah you may as well oh well i'm not gonna all right. Oh, what? There was no pressure before, but now there's pressure. Now there's pressure. No, there's, there's so much pressure. I like that it's wrapped in um, something funny. I can't remember. Brown paper. Brown paper. <laughs> <laughs> it's the kind of thing that I don't know. Why? Why have you wrapped it in brown paper? Um, because uh, Vic's got sick of paying for a load of wrapping paper that you can't recycle, so she bought like. A fifty meter roll of brown paper, and was just like, we're just rolling everything in this forever. It's like fair enough. You can't recycle, and you can't reuse. No, you can't. can't Like you can't. It can't be recycled. It's like plastic coated. Most wrapping paper and all the stuff with the foil on it and everything. Just burn it. Well, yeah, but then you're just putting carbon into the atmosphere. Yeah, and that's how stars are made. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, well, it feels it's a it's a cylinder. Is it a pipe bomb? No. You should have got me a pipe bomb. No. Alright. Right. Is this 
I can't remember what it was. Jalapeno peach jam. <laughs> no. It's 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 umami. <laughs> it's a jar of umami. Bring your ma- bring magic to your mints. <laughs> yeah. 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 Is that is it tongue? Happy birthday. Thanks. It's got it's a fuller flavour. Yeah. Have you Wikipedia'd this? What do you mean? Well, apparently umami was a part of your tongue. It is the fifth flavour. <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> it's the fifth flavour. That's what the jar says. Does it? It's the fuller flavour. Oh, with the fifth taste, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What does that oh, what does that mean, Steve? It's the fifth bit of your tongue. <laughs> it's the fifth element <laughs> but it is. in a jar. <laughs> <laughs> the fifth flavour. <laughs> it's only five before there was only four, but then Umami came along. <laughs> yeah. So what would you cook with this then? Um Iced. I- I've never used it. I've never seen it packaged like this. I always just assumed it was a fucking. But he said it in the wind. I always <laughs> just thought it was it was like a receptor, in the same way that like it, it's just some it's just something that you get a sense of in food, like a savory <laughs> taste. It had a good life. Like well, like you don't buy a bag of sweet. You buy sugar, and sugar tastes sweet. I assumed like umami was like that, but apparently Waitrose have decided you can buy a fucking <laughs> jar of it. Do you want to taste it? Yeah. So, you sure? <laughs> Why has it gone off? How could you tell? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's the flavor. That's the fifth flavor. <laughs> What's it smell like? Um, it smells like hot yoga to me. <laughs> Vomit. <laughs> yeah. It's, just, it's an interesting smell. Oh, it's like marmite. Oh, is it? I don't know. I've not a bit of marmite. Yeah, it's going. like it's like tomatoy marmite. Tomatoey marmite. Mm. Marmite's umami, is it? <laughs> okay, maybe. Now I know it's safe. <laughs> <laughs> you want to taste it? Taste the umami? Yeah. Just put a finger in. Oh, your fucking pinky finger, eh? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it tastes like, like tomatoey marmite. Yeah. Mm. Oh, well, thanks. I'd put that in beef. Beef? <laughs> <laughs> Marmite in beef? Mints. It says mints on it, doesn't it? Yeah. Put it in your bolognese. Just because it says, doesn't mean you have to. Yeah. You, well, you, could, have you, you wouldn't put it on trout. I put, I put marmite in gravy. Makes it really nice. What is marmite? Is it a vegetable? It's, um, technically, it's a yeast extract. And yeast is a vegetable? <laughs> yeast is... What is yeast? <laughs> <laughs> it's got... It's umami. I, mean, I you think know that yeast much. is like a... It's like a bacteria, isn't it? I think yeast can be bacterial. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? As in, yeast can go bad, which makes it bacteria. But if it's not, then it's um, like a fruit. Yeah. I don't know. Like a kiwi. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but I'd imagine that... Yeah, I, I, if I was... If you said, what fruit is yeast? I'd say kiwi. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna strangle no bitches no more. <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah, thank yeah. you very much. No worries. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um Alright, so I've had a few days to dwell on this, and the more I've thought about it, the less proud I am of it. Because okay. it seems Okay, so basically to go into it, um I was watching a, uh, I was watching a big wrestling show on Saturday night, um, and 
big crescendo at the end. It's all fucking awesome. Everyone leaves on a high. Everyone's happy. And immediately after, they start streaming this documentary. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that, um, that for some reason in my mind, I was determined to find humor in. Um, in spite of the fact that it is just totally tragic. Um, um, have you have you ever heard of a guy called Nigel McGuinness? There's no reason why you should have. No. no. So he's 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 um he's a British wrestler, um, and he was he's been very often called the 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 best wrestler to never make it. And now he's made a documentary. Well, now, about salmon. Now the co- <laughs> the the company that he never made it to. Have made a documentary about him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, and like I've so it's just like the anvil of. Uh, have you seen Anvil? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like yeah, that, but of a yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I've so this. Uh, I think in total I've got about six minutes of clips, so I don't know how long this is going to take. Right. Okay. Um, but we'll like I'll yeah I'll just go through it now. I will. It's all like very heavily edited. Right. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> sure. I, I love that you think this is a setup. <laughs> it's starting to creep in. Yeah. Yeah, it does feel like it could easily be a setup. Right. I, I really wish it was. <laughs> um, so, so um, yeah, there's, there's there's a bunch of stuff left out, but essentially it's just a long kind of demise of this guy. Right, and yeah. every time you think... It's like oh so it's like no no it's not getting better. <laughs> so there's, there's some there's some like longer clips there's some short clips but we'll just go through yeah. and discuss and find out about this guy's life. <laughs> so uh, we'll start at the beginning. Ring of Honor was a, a really wonderful experience for me. But as I said, ultimately, my goal was always to get to WWE. I reached out to Tommy Dreamer who was in charge of talent development at the time. I met Dusty Rhodes and he said he'd heard good things about me and (laughs) it was all ready to go. Feeling ecstatic, thinking, this is it. I believed in myself, I never gave up, I'm finally here. Right. So, I love that he met someone called Johnny Dreamer. Tommy Dreamer, yeah. Tommy Dreamer. (laughs) The weird thing is, I believe in you. As a wrestling fan, we hear these names all the time. And then somebody else hears it and is like, oh yeah, that is kind of fucking stupid, isn't it? <laughs> well, I made friends with a dusty road. <laughs> they believed in me, so I thought, fuck it, I'm going to join the WWE. I don't want to sound harsh, but he sounds like a loser. I don't know what the thing is, the accent, and I'm going to be a wrestler. I'm going to be a WWE. There is that. The thing that... um. Okay, so I need to... Though this whole thing is going to... here tonight. You say I can't say WW. This this whole thing is gonna seem. Th- this is why I was like kind of questioning it, and now I've got no choice because I've got nothing else. It's great eighties soundtrack as well. There's the eighties yeah. MIDI of like what was that? Like weird. There was a weird Sega Mega Drive game where you were like in a car to escape, and you just had to press the button at the right time. It was a project. No, I, I don't know. Don't remember. It was on Sega Mega Drive Mega CD. Oh shit. Yeah. Weird. Um, Sorry. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So no, I don't. Uh, I I used to watch this guy when I was a kid, and he he was always incredible. I never knew about any of this backstory he's got. I never knew like whether he was trying to make it or why he never did. Or so anything he was like that. on it for you to have seen him. He wasn't. On, he, no, he wasn't in that. He was in the indies, but that like you could get the the independent being, wrestlers. The oh, independent not the circuit. West Indies. 
No, 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 not the Indies. No. The, oh sorry. yeah, sorry, all the time. Bumped into him down Finacular. the road. The Indies is the independent wrestling circuit. So well, you, just, just... you just you wrestle yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. Leave me alone. <laughs> Blam! Oh! Uh, oh, lost. How did you lose? Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't. I don't want it to. I don't. I don't want this to come across as like picking on him i just really yeah. found that the whole tone of this thing was just off after this it's massive high of this amazing show and then going into this <laughs> and i was like it was it felt like i was watching the office was well, like it's, it's absolutely tragic but it's fucking there's yeah. something it's just the same as anvil like it's been edited to bring you that oh god mm feeling for whatever reason it's like you just want them to do well yeah it's like hey man you seem passionate and then like yeah you should have everything you want and stuff but you're not and it's been crafted together so we enjoy your suffering yeah seems strange <laughs> <laughs> okay uh so this is yeah it's further on so from there they pretty much said we'll sign you but you just buy and go to come and do the physicals and everything else like this so this was a time that uh, daniel bryan had been signed at the exact same time yeah, i was <laughs> this is daniel uh, bryan. dishonest i would say with my physicals which is why i'm in the situation that i'm in now <laughs> oh, and <laughs> he was 100 honest saying that he had had a torn <laughs> at the time i had no health insurance so I did what the doctor said and I let it scar in place. I took the time off and then came back and it was perfectly fine. And so I competed for a year, year and a half, and there was never any issue with it. And uh, they told him that for us to sign you, you're going to need to get your bicep fixed surgically. And maybe after you do that, we will sign you. Well, he doesn't have the money to do that. And his doctor is telling him that his bicep is fine as it is. I went to the doctor who I'd seen mm. and I explained what happened and no, he no, no. sent a letter saying there is no reason why Nigel McGuinness can't compete. He's perfectly cleared. His <laughs> arm is no more likely to get injured than if it had never been hurt in the first place. But it didn't matter. It was that doctor's decision and he didn't feel like he could clear me and so he didn't clear me. Well, he's got more responsibility, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Well, he'll have his own protocol and everything like that, yeah. and he sees people every day, and he doesn't care if you're a star or if you're whatever. Now, so so is where we're at at the minute. Nigel's been like wrestling all over the world. He's been a world champion all over the world. He's widely considered by um, a, a lot of the wrestling community to be one of the best wrestlers in the world, if not the best. But and this is like the showmany wrestling. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and so he's finally been signed and he's had this physical and they've been like no yeah so it's, yeah so that's the that that's that's where we're at well i've had that before have minute. you had that before where like doctors will say different things uh yeah depending on who who you go to and stuff like, yeah when i was uh 16 or something a friend and and, and i were uh, attacked by 20 20 men and like beaten up in the street mm. i never fell because i can't <laughs> uh but uh it was just kids being stupid and yeah we were all kids and that um i had a weird reputation at school for being incredible <laughs> <laughs> but like this guy said so this guy wanted to pick a fight with me and people always pick fight with me because i was big and stuff like that but um so me and my mate got pretty bruised up he went to his doctor told him what happened his doctor was like fuck those guys i'm gonna beef up your 
symptoms or something. Yeah. So like, oh, like amplify the severity of your damage. I went to the doctor, my doctor, you know, Western medicine and human beings can't hurt me. <laughs> so like, I went and I was pretty much okay. And the doctor was like, you're fine. And told him what happened. He's like, no, you're just fine. Yeah. And then my friend um, decided to not press charges. I pressed charges and uh, uh, they were like, well, you're fine. Yeah. And they, they didn't read, there wasn't enough to go on. They arrested them, but they didn't convict them of anything. Yeah. The 20 people. <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't hurt this guy. Sorry. Oh. but if the doctor had been more and and i would i would say that my doctor was more um concerned not well whatever the term is to lessen the the symptoms because i was fine but i was like bruised and everything but he's like it's not really a bruise well it's a bruise yeah it will heal in a few days that's what bruises are yeah but yeah it's the thing it's just different Different doctors for this different priorities for this guy it's different it's it's just different parameters their doctor says like oh you've had this kind of injury that takes this kind of surgery to repair and it won't take any other kind of thing this other this other doctors had it said like you can you can repair it this way but it will take much longer but it's still repaired like but he's i think from my interpretation he's saying before we put you on our insurance yeah, you need to go get some surgery. Yeah, yeah, that's basically that's what that's what's, in that case. Yeah, that's what it is, and it costs like four, six thousand yeah. dollars. something and like his that. probably prerogative is if he doesn't, then he thinks the bicep's going to break, which means they'll have to pay for it, the the surgery or whatever, which could be true or untrue. But yeah, that's their protocol is being yeah. more strict about insurance. Or it's whether you invest in damaged goods. Yeah, like do you take that chance? Yeah. Um, yeah. So now an important thing to take from that bit was that um, Daniel Bryan completely... Two-name Daniel. (laughs) (laughs) The weird thing about him is that when they brought him in in order to copyright his name, they changed his name because his actual name is Bryan Daniels. (laughs) (laughs) Two-name Bryan. We can always change that to two-name Daniel. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, yeah, he had... Daniel Bryan had loads of injuries as well, but he just lied about it. And Nigel told the, told the truth about his history, and they said no. So that's honest a, that's Nigel. A, yeah, honest Nigel. Yeah, honest, honest Nigel. Um, okay, <laughs> honest. After <laughs> I got the call from a WWE doctor and talked to Daniel Bryan, I called TNA and explained what had happened. Didn't lie. I said, look, this is the situation. <laughs> I can give you my doctor's note saying that I'm 100% good to go. And uh, a week later, I was in Orlando, Florida, with a match against Kurt Angle. To be um, factored in with Kurt Angle straight out of the gate was, uh, was incredible. <laughs> I was like, wow, this is big time. Because Kurt Angle was just perhaps one of the greatest that ever lived. I really felt like, okay, WWE, you missed your opportunity right now. I'm going to go to TNA. I'm in there with Angle. I'm going to have some amazing matches. And you're going to go, all right, we'll have you now. Okay, so he's he's he's, yeah, he's he's gone with another company. He's gone with he's, he's gone with the, the at that point the national number two, so like yeah. the the second biggest company, not the biggest, but still like national TV and everything like that. It's good, it's good exposure for him. Yeah, and he's fighting a fisherman, Kurt it? Angle, angler. <laughs> that is bad joke, doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So it's like yeah, okay. So everything's set back, but I can still do this. Things uh think think things are gonna the, be But then <laughs> the surgeon, the doctor from WWE comes in, breaks the guy's bicep. Oh but, I told you. <laughs> cue the music change. And um 
Then I got a phone call and everything changed. What could change everything? <laughs> <laughs> well, 1984, wasn't it? <laughs> um, right, something tragic. His, uh, his family died in a boat crash. Uh, no. no, 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 not that far. No. I still no, th- probably not that far. No, no. Yeah. Uh, measles. No. Ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> I got phoned by the undead. <laughs> I had to answer the call. Normals <laughs> <laughs> are calling. Yeah. Uh, is it about him? Medical related? Uh, it is about him. Yeah. He's got a blood disease. Let's just go into it. Yeah. I had hepatitis B. Blood there disease. You go. <laughs> it certainly changed situation oh there you go so <laughs> okay join join the number two company yeah here we go here we go fighting the best wrestler in the the other best wrestler in the world <laughs> yeah. here we go you've got hepatitis <laughs> <laughs> which means like i i think it is a blood disease and it like it, if he's, i don't actually he know what it does i just else. know it's bad and contagious yeah yeah well i think it's yeah you can transmit it to people i mm. think Without being intravenous, so if you bled on somebody, yeah, which obviously in a sport you might do, it kind yeah, of makes sense that, you should, yeah, bad news, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, that's. Yeah. <laughs> I know how I didn't get it. They say people who share needles so never get it from needles. spaghetti. <laughs> people who have unprotected sex never had unprotected sex. People who are around blood a lot. Ding. <laughs> Yeah, so he's like he's 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 been around a lot of blood in the sport. A lot of rest, like a, a lot of wrestlers, like they'll blade themselves to 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 make themselves bleed in the middle of a match to make yeah. something fit, seem more realistic. Um, uh, but uh, th- th- there was an upside. <laughs> but for full disclosure, apparently, as far as I know, they tested everybody else, and everybody else tested negative. I was apparently the only person who tested positive. <laughs> Sat in a room with hepatitis B people, <laughs> just him. Yeah, everyone else. Oh, so it's, it's just me. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's good. Caught it from someone, but no one at the same time. <laughs> Why did I, qu- I quickly googled it? It's yeah, a liver infection. Okay, uh, that spread through blood and body fluids. Uh, it doesn't cause any obvious symptoms in adults, and typically passes in a few months without treatment. Uh, so for most people, it does. <laughs> Well, I've got some pretty damning evidence that it might So be I stayed at home and waited for what it was supposed to be 90 days for when you're supposed to clear it yourself. And unfortunately, I didn't clear it myself. I was one of the 10% of people who didn't clear the virus on my own. One in 10. <laughs> one in 10 for a guy who caught it from no one. <laughs> I've caught it from somebody. Well, they're not here. Sorry. <laughs> we tested everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for, is it liver damage, I guess? Yeah. Uh, well, I assume if your liver shuts down, then that can that'll kill you. everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, unless you get some kind of transplant, but if you're carrying a disease, then that's going to get diseased as well, yeah. so you really need to clear the disease. Yeah. All right? I don't think yeah. you can. Um, no, it can be. It, it, it can be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, people can get rid of it. Yeah. I, um, Most people. Couldn't afford the medication. Naturally. So I had to basically try to get this medication through a charity. <laughs> Thankfully, 
I saw a doctor there who told me there was actually a new medication on the market <laughs> and they give free trials for it if you don't make enough money. So I got free trials of this Lyriad stuff and within six months, I not only one? cleared the virus, I'd become immune to it. Okay, so okay, couldn't afford the drugs. Could, like, same way he couldn't afford the surgery. He doesn't have that kind of money. It's just not affordable. But charity sorts the drugs out for him. Okay. Yeah. This is great. Cured. Back on track. Everything's fine. But One week before I cleared the virus, TNA called me. Actually, TNA told me in person that they were releasing me. Oh, you good? You're fired. <laughs> yeah. Are you ready today? Seven days. In one week, I'll be fine. We need you today. <laughs> it's now or never. I guess never. <laughs> Can't get that job. I'll get this job. I've got hepatitis. <laughs> I don't have I'm hepatitis. Fine. You're fine. <laughs> like, oh god, just the, it's just like it's it's like watching yeah. those seeing those graphs of money where it just ticks up and then it goes down, then up and then down. It's, it's constant. Um, yeah. And so there I am, and. I've got no money. <laughs> oh, do I get this surgery that I don't need? Do I pay six to eight thousand dollars that I don't have on the hope that in six months, once I'm healed, they'll still be interested? Because no. there's no guarantees whatsoever. Don't do it now. I mean, that's the kind of decision that can change your life. You can look back now and go, that was a mistake. If you hadn't given up, if you'd have believed in yourself and you'd have paid that money and you'd had the surgery, you'd have done the exact same thing that Daniel Bryan's done. Daniel Bryan is the new United States champion. (laughs) So it's following Daniel Bryan through this thing as well. And like after this one little lie, he's (laughs) amazing. The American dream. And he's had like fucking, he's gone blind during matches <laughs> like and like given hepatitis b to like everybody countless- <laughs> <laughs> yeah they didn't test him uh yeah so he's like he's faced with this decision like do i spend a shit ton of money on a chance yeah. that they might give a fuck or do i do do i stop which is which is kind of which is where we're at and so i decided i was going to go on a retirement tour and film it all and just say this is it Sounds i'm not one. gonna lie Sensitive. there Sensitive. was a part of me that hoped beyond hope that i could go i could do this tour around the world i could have these matches i could make this documentary and then finally someone would see it and see the passion that i had and see that i would do absolutely everything i could possibly could to get Happy here ending, to be a competitor <laughs> And I'd get that phone call. And so that's what I did. It's good, Nudge. Yeah, so it's like. A good ending to the story. It's beautiful. Roll credits. <laughs> Everything worked out fine. <laughs> yeah, so retirement tour. Like, there's a part of him that hopes people will see it and, like, yeah. they'll want to hire him and everything like that. But, like, it's just. This is still, like, uh, on paper at least. Like, this is, this is the end. I can't yeah. take that chance. It's just. There's, there's there's no need so he does this retirement tour has all these matches and then he has his 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 last match and um and and goes off into the sunset it's uh, midnight on sunday night and uh Daniel dragon Bryan. became the world 
Heavyweight champion in WWE. And he sent me a text message. Just says, hey Nigel, they just gave me the World Heavyweight Championship. I wish you were here to share it with me. I'm sorry that you're not. Just seems, um... Apropos... The day after I retire, after I have my last match, Dragon becomes World Heavyweight Champion. So, he has his last match on his retirement tour. Yeah. And the day after, the guy that lied wins the World Championship. <laughs> yeah, it's kicking the balls. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just um yeah. Uh this is this is the last one. <laughs> this absolutely broke my heart. <laughs> As he always does. Bowed against the odds. And proved to everybody that if you ever dream and you don't give up and you lie you can make it <laughs> so he that, proved what I couldn't even yeah. though I did all that and he didn't <laughs> and he wins <laughs> fuck you well champion well, well done Dan <laughs> Dan or Brian whatever you want to be called these <laughs> yeah Man, like that absolutely fucking killed me. Now it does. It does go on. Like the reason that they're making this whole thing is because, um, like, if, if he he went into a speaking role in another company, like making matches like on screen, like who's like an authority figure, mm. that kind of thing. Uh, and they caught wind of him and thought like he's he's a really good talker. We're going to bring him on, and now he's a commentator and he's one of the best that they've got. He's great. So he has made it into the company yeah. and made a very big impression, but in a very different role than he ever meant to. So, like, there is kind of like a, a sort of redemption to it. Yeah. Um, which is that he was able, he was he was still able to make a success of himself in a business that he loved, which is great. But that just, just that whole arc, man, it fucking killed me. And yet at the same time, I, like, I was laughing, like, the way, all yeah. the way through just because it was just like, it cannot get more tragic. Oh, it just got more <laughs> yeah. fucking tragic. Well, like, it's the same as Anvil. You just, like, he starts off like, I work you know 50 weeks of the year in a kitchen cleaning the plates yeah and he's like him and his mate who are the band like his mate doesn't want to do it anymore because he's tired and old yeah uh, they live with you know families and small bits they go on tour and that everything that can go wrong will go wrong yeah. their manager sends them to the wrong country <laughs> you know it's stupid like stupid things film, like that. i can't remember that so many stupid things like that it's like oh no uh well all our all our equipment's just gone on that train <laughs> and we don't have tickets so and then they're at the gig and there's just nobody there or there's one person oh. <laughs> and then happy ending they had one good gig in japan oh good it's weird <laughs> it's a weird type of genre of telly i guess yeah yeah i'm watching a show uh, but i've been trying to watch a show called um oh still got more um no, called no. uh uh back with your ex right some netflix i think it's netflix anyway it's reality show following i think it's an australian show actually uh following like four people who used to be together yeah four, cu- four couples who used to be together and then trying to just you know force them back together <laughs> 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 which is so weird because i, I it's always strange like I, i'm very decisive but like just once somebody's betrayed your trust in some way yeah there's no going back. No. In my mind, if someone cheats on you, there's no going back. And there's this couple where this girl cheated on her boyfriend and they're still trying to get together and she's still 
It's like she's really aggressive towards him. It's like you cheated yeah. on him, and you do you want this to? Why are you on telly? Yeah. All this weird stuff, and then all those like old arguments, like this, this stuff. Like people have some of them been together for like a couple of years. Some of them were together for like a year or something, and they broke up because one wanted to go on holiday and the other one didn't. So fuck you, I'm going, you know, Spain. It's like okay, it's just really weird reality of people trying to. One, I don't understand the people doing it because it just feels like it would never work and there's no good publicity to be had in this. Yeah. <laughs> Apart from like just airing out all your dirty laundry. Uh, they must just be psychopathically obsessed <laughs> with their partner, with their ex-partner. Yeah. One of them. And then the other one is like trial by fire. <laughs> you see if you survive three weeks of be trying to be forced together. Yeah. But it's just, again, it's that weird teddy where you don't watch it because you want them to get back together. You're watching it because you want to see the arguments you had with your ex in someone else, I'm assuming. Because mm. it's just two people who don't like each other being locked in a room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> being taken to a restaurant where some old stupid jokes are said and they're in jokes and no one gets them. It's horrible to watch, oh. but I think it's funny. <laughs> I, didn't, I don't find it funny, but there's something funny about it. So I'm just <laughs> trying to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> trying to pound my way through. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, you see, Gillette. Gillette had a bit of controversy. This I haven't watched it because I saw loads of people kicking off about it, and I <laughs> yeah. just can't be asked. I tried to make a production video on that as well. Right. Like, that was a three-minute-long Gillette advert. Yeah. Which you need the video for. Okay. But it's terrible. Right. It's like I mean, they're trying to equate mansplaining with shaving. Okay. Like they're trying to say, is this the best that men are? Is this the, are, are we the best men that we can be? Right. Playing on their slogan of best a man can get. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's just loads of men like saying, don't rape that woman. You know, it's <laughs> this guy next to him. And like, oh, I think what she's trying to say is this. Right. It's like, li- literally, like, <laughs> you're like, this is a bit on the nose. Yeah. And it's very opinionated in specific ways. Yeah. But um, again, you got to go, it's a fucking advert. So just chill the fuck out, everybody. I mm. mean, there's people that try to boycott. I'm not going to shave. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah. Well, I'm not going to do it. And it's obviously all these just people. Just buy Wilkinson's sword. Yeah. Well, it just, yeah, just use a hatchet, mate. Just, like, <laughs> just do whatever. Just don't shave. Who cares? Yeah. But like, yeah, people react. To, and again, this is all about shaving. So apparently it's that in trying to, you know, say how bad men are, they're saying that it's also important to shave. <laughs> it's a weird it's so out of context are you saying that bearded men don't have these doesn't have this or that bearded men are the glory yeah or what are you trying to what 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 are you trying to say you're trying to sell razors yeah <laughs> to that ironically in an advert makes you want to slit your wrists you know just what's the purpose of it it's such a weird advert but yeah, yeah people are um their minds it over it yeah stuff like that it seems strange it's an advert who cares yeah nothing's gonna top oreo eyebrows <laughs> don't try <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i thought i'd mention it yeah um i was gonna do a scum but we've done a while i think i might just call it <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Steve's collection of useless meanderings. I can't be scum. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If Finding Nemo was scientifically accurate, uh, Nemo's dad would have just changed sex and mated with his son after his mum died. 
<laughs> Apparently, clownfish do that. Did you make a video nasty? <laughs> <laughs> Come here, Nemo. <laughs> Jesus. Yes. Yeah. Dad. Mum. Dad. What? what? Huh? Um. Number two, nearly all the castles depicted in Monty Python and the Holy Grail are actually the same castle from different angles. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't yeah. know that. I, yeah, it looked that way. Makes but... sense, because, like, filming budget and everything, but it also seems quite Python-like to do that. Yeah. We're going to They're France. Where's France? Just over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, in the 1910s, there was a US baseball team made up of death row prisoners whose executions were delayed so long as they kept winning. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. Just like, the, as the time ticks down, the prisoner's guards just reaching for a big lever. <laughs> that's, a, that's a level of torture nowadays, surely. And tonight you face the Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> Holy shit! Please, I have a wife and children. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Jim Carrey, yeah, you know, oh, yeah. um, had to be taught CIA torture coping techniques to endure the makeup process of how the Grinch stole Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird rider. <laughs> I'd like the CIA. <laughs> <laughs> just because of the costume is too painful. It's just really intense putting it on, or. Something, all the makeup and everything. Well, we first start off by removing your fingernails. Yeah. <laughs> and then Break. each... <laughs> you get waterboarded into the suit. I don't, don't know how that works. Log flume or something. That's yeah, the hippo. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, yeah, like, I, I, yeah like maybe they sew each individual green hair into him. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know what could be so... T- I didn't know. I wouldn't think that would be allowed. But... <laughs> Now, the chest is tight, but remember, your heart is ten sizes too small. <laughs> <laughs> what about when it grows? Well, well <laughs> hands. Um, and finally, Terry Toto, the terrier dog from Wizard of Oz, made $125 a week, which was more than any of the munchkins. <laughs> they paid the well, dog. He released that song, didn't he? <laughs> uh, Africa. Africa. Yeah, yeah. Now he's in the desert. <laughs> Dead. Yeah. <laughs> with, a, with speakers plugged into <laughs> 55 million years dog yeah <laughs> <laughs> click your fucking heels together now yeah yeah, uh, yeah that's it I've, I've got a scum have you I left it yeah I left it to the end it's, it's, it's great yeah right uh, basically a man who beat a four year old girl to death after the four year old dropped juice onto his xbox has been given four counts of first degree murder what <laughs> so it's a horrific story one for story. each year I get yeah but he's been given four he murdered her four times <laughs> <laughs> I tried to understand this but he's been yeah he's genuinely he's been given four counts of first degree murder I looked in I tried to find out what this means yeah because it's not uncommon to have multiple counts of murder on one victim yeah. If you've had first and apparently you can get first degree murder and second degree murder. So like if you tortured somebody and then killed them, you'd get two count two charges. Yeah. Just cuz you've killed them, they still need to punish you for torturing them. Right? Okay. But f- four counts of first degree murder is is something that sounds unique, but it can only be explained by judges just want to punish them more. 
Oh, so it just extends the sentence. Yeah. You right. have to serve four. So it's like you're prison in you're in prison for a hundred years or whatever. Yeah, but it's like, but for one murder, he's being charged for four murders because the baby's four. I'd check and my receipt and take that back. Uh, uh, I think <laughs> not. Um, he also got um, a bail of five million dollars, which I, again I was quite interested. I was like, why is it five? One, why is it f- four counts of murder for one murder? Yeah, first degree murder, and yeah, he's oh f- uh, five million. Yeah, what are you basing it on? Well, he murdered a four year old, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, but all, uh, with juice. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, the Xbox got broke. That's one murder. Yeah. Uh, waste of juice. Two murders. <laughs> then he murdered a baby. Three four murders and <laughs> yeah. uh, four for good luck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe he kicked the dog. I don't know. Yeah, uh, Assistant State Attorney Steve Scheller called the crime heinous and alleged that Mr. Fair... Oh, yeah, his name is is Jonathan Fair. <laughs> Fair cop. Fair. Uh, uh, physically punished the four-year-old girl after she put just on his Xbox. He was babysitting her at the time. Well, he was in charge. <laughs> he, he was harsh. <laughs> Murder. <laughs> uh, he said the girl was kicked down a hallway and, was, and so he took her to the hospital. Uh, this was obviously a lie. Uh... <laughs> Now, Miss Jonathan Fair, to be fair, which I think is where this term came from, yeah, when he beat this girl to death, right, and then took her to the hospital saying, oh no, she just got kicked down some stairs, <laughs> right? That's only a half truth. He then went on to say, also, because she misbehaved when she was kicked down the stairs, I also shook her really hard. <laughs> As punishment. For misbehaving as she was (laughs) falling down the stairs. (laughs) (laughs) The toddler was treated, uh, but died a few days later. Mister Fair was it? (laughs) Mister Fair was initially charged with aggravated battery to a child, but the charges upgraded to four counts of first degree murder. That's a bit. It feels like a big jump. Yeah, just a hell of an upgrade. I've gone from one account of battery to four counts of first degree murder. Yeah. I think first degree is the worst. Yeah. I think. Yeah. It's like premeditated and thought through. Yeah. First. Best. Yeah. Like serial, serial killers get first degree murder. Yeah. It's not, not a crime of passion. I don't actually know what the degrees are. I don't get it. Let's have a look. I looked up hepatitis B. First. <laughs> <laughs> first degree murder. <laughs> <laughs> An intentional murder that is willful and premeditated with malice aforethought. Uh, well, he was playing Xbox. She had juice. He was obviously going to kill her. Four you, times. Can you argue it was premeditated? Don't think so. I don't think so. No. I'm not saying it was a good thing. <laughs> like, but by definition, it doesn't seem to be premeditated. Yeah. Um, a defendant who is involved in a dangerous crime where a death results from the crime is typically first degree. Okay. So I guess a drug dealer. Yeah. Like, even though they may not have killed them, they put them in a dangerous situation, so they had yeah. that. So, assault and battery, and Orange then they juice, died. high vitamin C can cause blindness. <laughs> so, I don't know. He's still, yeah. still harsh. Gallstones. Yeah. Second degree is uh, an intentional killing that is not premeditated or planned, nor committed in a reasonable heat of passion. Jeez. A killing caused by dangerous conduct and the offender's obvious lack of concern for human life. So it's not not heat of passion. So I guess third degree is heat of passion. Yeah. And then two's like, what? Well, no, he, he didn't look like he loved it. 
did it. <laughs> <laughs> and then the first one is like, well, he had it in his calendar. Yeah. So. <laughs> Set a reminder. Yeah. Kill, kill, kill this four-year-old four times. Kick her down the stairs. <laughs> Shake her really hard. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. But, yeah. Scar- but uh, you know, you can get. If you murder, you might have murdered four times. Hmm. Useless meanderings. That was Z's collection of useless meanderings. Yeah. Scum. Yeah. Yeah, All right. Is that it this week? Yeah, I think that's it this that's week. That's it this week. Um, you can find me on Twitter somewhere, uh, at Sing It Steve. Yeah, I'm at Nick Snip. We are at Pulling Teeth Pod. Fuck. Uh, I usually say the at Pulling Teeth Pod. All oh, right, do you want... Uh, we are Wisdom Teeth <laughs> at Pulling Teeth dot gmail dot com. <laughs> Wisdom at pulling teeth podcast dot com is the email address. There you go. Um yeah, see you next week. Yeah. I'll have slept. <laughs>